1: I love of dressing gowns!
2: <laughs> Damn you, coop chicken.
1: Come on to the rock show. Come on to the people's show. Come on to the premiere show, SmackDown.
2: It is the 9th of December, the year of our Lord, 1999. The World Is Not Enough was still number one. In the UK box office, third week in a row. Well done, James Bond. Gran Turismo 2 was out i to be honest with you, but I'll move on before people start tweeting nasty things <laughs> at me. I quite like Gran Turismo. I, that, I like Gran Turismo 1, Gran Turismo 2. I'm like, oh no, it's even more realistic than the previous <laughs> one. And I like
1: Mario Kart with shells and bananas. There is something to be said for when a game is too realistic. Right. <laughs> yeah, yes, like I Flight Simulator. Like I, 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 yes. In theory, I love Flight Simulator, but I ain't got the energy to, to learn how to control every knob and dial on a, a thing. Yeah, what what shoot missiles? And, <laughs> yes, tell me how to tell me how to shoot missiles. It's all I want.
2: But still, I would rather play Grand Rosmo two than the current UK number one in the charts. Which is of course Cliff Richards
1: Millennium Prayer. Oh, what a guy. This was the ultimate mashup of the nineties, where he <laughs> mashed up the Lord's Prayer with old Lang Syne. I mean, what a thinker. What a man. I'll tell you. If this did didn't ring wrong. about
2: the end of days, then we were definitely okay. I
1: thought this is what it was. I thought he knew like the top secret code that would cause the the, uh, the Earth's core to bubble over.
2: With a prophecy fulfilled, I guess. <laughs> but ah, while all of that stuff is happening, and some of the young people listening to this, and the old people listening to this, while well, all that was occurring in the Earth, there was a little show called, uh, let me write this, uh, WWF Smack down. Smack-a-down sometimes of. two words Sometimes one word But it was still on UPN What happened to that show Tom? Is it still on the air? What is Chris Jericho doing wrong this week? <laughs> the answer to these questions and more Can only be answered right now On the Cultaholic Classic Smackdown Review Starring myself Matthew And the fantastic Majestic <laughs> oh, Salubrious 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 I'm not even sure it's a real word, I like seeing it. <laughs> I like Mr. it. Mr. Tom Campbell. Mr. Tom Campbell, how the hell are you?
1: I am wonderful, thank you. Uh, before we do any, anything else, we need to address the lack of elephant in the room, hence the ah. echo. Um, we are recording somewhere slightly different today because there's a lot of studio space. We found ourselves uh, in what may become our, our new offices at some point. Um, so we're, we're recording in a back room. It does sound like we might be in a toilet. Mm-hmm. But apologies for that. As long as you can basically hear us still, that's that's all that matters. But I'm good. Um, just finished celebrating my birthday. Yeah, just watched yeah, yeah, yeah. Eddie Kingston nearly <laughs> nearly kill you. That was quite exciting yeah, moment yeah, yeah, yeah. on Saturday night at North Wrestling. That was lovely, wasn't I enjoyed it? Enjoyed that, mate. I enjoyed that. But I am I am marvellous, thank you. How the devil are you? Oh,
2: lovely. And again, what? That- Thank you for blowing away the secret that we are actually in.
1: Yes, Mankind's
2: Boiler Room. <laughs> He's not here right now, but the ambience sure as hell is. <laughs> Isn't it beautiful? Isn't it beautiful? And yet uh, there's nobody here, which is complete opposite to the sold-out Northwestern show we had this weekend. Yes, it might well, baby! We might as well mention that. Yes. Because as some people are pointing out, if this had happened in Manchester or maybe way further down south... People online would be talking about it and raving about it. But because it's the Northeast, it seems to be more of the Northeast thing that people care about.
1: What I would say is, Dave Meltzer talked about it. <gasps> wait, 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 did he really? He was in the Wrestling Observer. I didn't in, know in, the, in the Daily Update. Uh-huh. Dave Meltzer talks about, in fact, I've got the quote here on my Hello Phone, because I sent it to promoter Andrew Bowers just a short while ago. All the names have been dropped here. All, like literally, I've dropped so many names that it's now a health and safety hazard. Uh, The message is is as follows. Um. North Wrestling, coming off a Sky Sports documentary on the company, sold out for the first time last night with 286 fans in Newcastle, UK. And he goes on to say, Shreddy and Connor Renshaw beat Liam Slater and Alexander Henry. Roxy beat Danny Luna. anti fun Police beat Amir. Amir Jogan and G-Money. Jogan? (laughs) Amir Amir Jogan.
2: Like Jogan Roche.
1: I I guess so. And
2: G-Money. So he got... Gene Money's name right, but the guy who's on NXT UK, signed by
1: WWE, maybe didn't get wrong. The, yes. The only name, um, uh, Rory Coyle beat Eddie Kingston in an ODQ match. Those names are right. TK Cooper beat HT Drake. Those names are right. Gia Dams <laughs> beat Kurt, Fraser Thomas, and Zoe Knox. <laughs> what? Wow. Zoe Knox. And Spike Trevay beat Screwface to keep title, thanks to Jordan Clark.
2: By a homing pigeon.
1: (laughs) So, I'd like to congratulate Zoe Knox on her (laughs) fabulous contribution to wrestling. Gia, damn is she good. Gia, Gia, that's one for commentary. Remembering that one. Yeah, so great night and uh, Eddie Kingston, a wonderful promo. And we've talked on other podcasts about the Eddie Kingston-Matthew-Greg relationship. And it was right. at the end of this match Where Eddie Kingston where he says Yo, where's Matthew at? <laughs> and there's Matthew Who is And let's, let's add to the, the Pop culture pot here Who was hiding behind Photoshop John Eilid Oh Eiley. god this is, this is like Smash Brothers For the comic Smackdown review isn't Mate, it? I was in hogs heaven Says <laughs> so Matthew Hiding behind Photoshop John Eilid As Eddie Kingston goes Matthew, where you at? I'm gonna f- kill you I'm like, Photoshop John, can you Photoshop me seven foot taller? (laughs) What an absolute night. And it was nice for you to meet Photoshop John I was going to say,
2: shout out to him. We've mentioned him enough times. Yeah. He was just lovely meeting, putting the face to the name.
1: He's an actual real human being. Yeah.
2: But he's the best boy. And he's obviously a fine replacement for when... I'm not available and you King of the Ring 94
1: oh yeah. he was good like that wasn't he yeah he was
2: so Photoshop, John thank you very much but anyway it's not so about Mel- King of King the Ring the 94 so said that about North what did he say about this Smackdown episode or well no, that's not right uh, to set up the Smackdown episode there we go Literally you were got the
1: bit. You're, you're, you're close enough you were close yeah. enough so uh, we're going to get into this week's episode of Smackdown from the year of our Lord 1999 very shortly just a little quick dance around the wrestling observer from this week to tell you what was what was occurring um Dusty Rhodes debuted on the 2nd of December ECW on TNN table. Oh, God, that was a thing, yeah. Uh, Joey Styles announced at the beginning that Dusty Rhodes was there but couldn't appear on TV for legal reasons. This, of course, was a work, brother. Uh, Steve Carino later on that night called him out, called him names, so Dusty came out, hit him with the old bionic elbows. Uh, we were setting up, apparently, to get a tag team match. Uh, between Terry Funk and Raven versus uh, Dusty Rhodes and Tommy Dreamer, apparently down the road. Uh, obviously, we know that didn't happen. Um, also at this time...
2: Yes, yeah, I was going that yeah, add in there, Funk went to WCW. He did indeed. It was weird. they did spend up some time building up Funk and then just left. And Rhodes did as well. Justy,
1: Dusty eventually would go back to... But I think WCW. we always knew that was a short-lived
2: thing. That was just a vacation in uh, Philadelphia. Oh, God.
1: Anyway. There was also rumours all this week that Shawn Michaels could be heading to ECW. (laughs) Right. Let that sink in. That might have killed him. Uh, According to Raven, who called into the Wrestling Observer radio show, the deal was basically up to whether Vince McMahon would allow Michaels to come or not because WWF and ECW did have a a good relationship and they would quite often share talent. It's more likely it would have been a one-shot deal, obviously a non-wrestling angle, or to build a story going into... Uh, a pay per view for ECW. However, press time, neither Heyman nor Michaels have uh, got anything sorted. So we'll see what happens there.
2: Interesting. Mm. Uh, yes. And that did not happen. But- no. Good God.
1: It uh, would have been an interesting sign, wouldn't it?
2: 99 to 2000 ECW is, it, you can see it tumbling down like <laughs> Evangelion. Really. Oh yeah, Sean Michaels has come in and replaced Terry. F- yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. Uh,
1: also, uh, in this particular week, the New York Daily talks about the indictment of the Gold Club, which is a strip club oh, in Atlanta.
2: Yes! You know about this? I do know about Sorry, Sorry for that
1: noise no, too. Tight. tell us. Tell us
2: about the Gold Club, you pervert. Well... Uh, <laughs> I don't want to give away what's going to happen later on. Yeah, you know, for those that don't know, I'm going to tease this because this will make people tune in every week. Uh, the conclusion would be very, um, I want to say interesting, but I'm trying to think of a way. Involve Bischoff. <laughs> i would well, just say, hey, look, polyamory is not just for Christmas. That's all I'm
0: saying.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, the owner of the club, uh, Steve Kaplan, was indicted last month. On charges that the club was served as a skimming operation for millions of dollars for the mob. So in this in this report, uh, several major sports stars who use who frequent the Gold Club were named and or shamed. Those names included WCW wrestlers Randy Savage, Diamond Dallas Page, Scott Steiner, and Perry Saturn. Go on, lads. Mm.
2: Well, Bishop wasn't a wrestler back then, so... Yeah. yeah, we're
1: still yet to get to the Bishop bit Oh, that's, as well. the,
2: that's the juicy bit. Just just you wait. That's the Toby Carvery, story.
1: <laughs> Meanwhile, in the Dub oh, yeah. um, Dub WWF have announced the hiring of a sportscaster from KMBC in Kansas, hoping to join the broadcast team starting just at the beginning of the new year, 2000. Mm, Do you think that would be... be-
2: in 2000 start, new, starting
1: early 2000 3rd of January is his start date Coachman Jonathan Yay, Coachman there we go. Uh, and also in this particular week Trish Stratus having signed with WWF suffered a sprained ankle in her first week of training yeah. she'd be alright though
2: she'd be over it and she was never seen or heard of she went to ECW to replace Terry Funk <laughs> that's pretty much how it is so that,
1: that gives us around the houses yeah.
2: and something I realised that uh, another plot point because we hit it when plot point, don't get resolved oh, on oh, this show oh, on the Smackdown the continuity show the FMW show uh, that happened with Shawn Michaels as special guest referee, Ooh. the Yokohama Arena, the 10th anniversary. Woohoo! Yeah, that was on the 23rd of November, so I think fair enough to say about that. This was a show that FMW put all their eggs into one basket and went, right, cool. We're not really doing well financially right now. We'll put on a really big show, invest a lot of money, and hopefully everything will be all right. FMW's not around anymore, so I don't (laughs) think I need any up to happen. Um, It did not do very well. Uh, This was during the period that was the the late 90s were interesting for Japanese wrestling because everyone realized, oh, we were used to this like selling out and having this really strong fan base and all the companies suffered. It was like, oh, why is this? And it was like, one, people moved on. Two, Pride is about to start and completely change everything. Oh, it's started by now. And two, it just wasn't the same. So they had, here's the main event. It's billed as H, which is actually Hayabusa unmasked, versus Hayabusa, who's actually Mr. Ganesai wearing Hayabusa's mask. <laughs> just, just let that set in for a bit. With Shawn Michaels, a special guest referee, replacing Steve Williams, who refused to wrestle for FMW. Oh, yes. Of allegiance to Giant Baba and all Japan. And uh, it was an all right match, but Shawn Michaels clearly did not give two tosses and kept on counting them out when they're outside the ring, despite the fact that there were no count outs. <laughs> so, he,
1: so Mr. Kennedy
2: push him at one point goes,
1: No, stop kelning. And he goes, Fine. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> was it just Shawn Michaels in couldn't care mode?
2: Absolutely. Yeah. He, he was more focused on the fact that his shorts were short short, The shortest shorts you've ever seen. That Not only can you see right. his the, the groin region, you can see his unborn kids, Shawn oh, Michaels. Bleh. On that lovely note, before we get to uh,
1: SmackDown, that little show, it's the setup show. For Armageddon. Oh, and as Michael Cole says at the very start, we are in an Armageddon frame of mind. So, like 2020, um, then? Like a New York state of mind. <laughs> yes.
2: So, we'll start off in Boston with a uh, road Dogg coming out the ring and he's uh, wrestled Chris Jericho. So, obviously, with Chris Jericho breaking China's thumbs and Dog is part of the degeneration sex while you're sleeping group, they of course get heel reactions. By being cha- cheered very loudly.
1: <laughs> yeah, what was this? This heel versus heel malarkey then? Because that's what it was, wasn't it? This is you're, technically I, you are right. You're opening the show with heel versus heel. Are you? You're still up against Thunder at this point. Like you couldn't give a damn. You're winning every week. Look, it's all the setup. <laughs> Armageddon this Sunday.
2: Mech Three. Jericho <laughs> says he's going to end the freak of nature's career going to China, so he needed a warm up match. So because he's wrestling a tattooed, long-haired, effeminate loser of a wrestler, he's going to get practice by wrestling a long-haired <laughs> head. And it's good because they cut the road dog in the ring going, count off an effeminate, long hair, Right, I get it. And then pretends to cry by doing the hands-under-the-eyes motion. So I like that bit. Jericho then promises to beat him Ayatollah style. Not the Ayatollah
1: of rock and roller, The actual Ayatollah. <laughs> <laughs> that was an interesting... That was... Jericho, again, trying to find some new catchphrases, I feel like. I think he just
2: forgot what he was supposed... I think he got a bit jumbled up, as I sometimes do every mm-hmm. single podcast, every single minute of said podcast. So he's like, I'll beat you like the Ayatollah of rock. Oh, I've messed it up. The, the Ayatollah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull a fatwa on you.
1: <laughs> there was a bit where Jericho... Said that he'd suffered a concussion from the hammer shot. It's gonna say. And the general consensus was, "Oh, you got a concussion! Oh, what a loser!" The general feel was, he was he was a crybaby for suffering a concussion. What a what a weird world this is compared yeah. to where we are now.
2: Yeah, can we go back and t- if we could bring back one thing from the Attitude Era, it's concussions that only last
1: one week. Yeah, that's it. And and, and you're and you're a loser if you get one. <laughs> Like, yeah. oh, who do you think? Get a concussion, crack on, Ha-ha. cry baby. Soft head Jericho. <laughs> CTE, more like cry baby, ta egg.
2: Yeah, that was also one of Jericho's lines.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's my favourite line. She's got this giant
2: pad of scrawled out, though. No. <laughs> the Ayatollah of CTE. <laughs> anyway, before the match can start, China shows up with her entrance to do commentary and realise that, oh wait, she's not actually part of DX right now, is she? no it was never actually resolved probably but she's just sort of like edged away
1: yeah she just kind of like as as all that stuff was kicking off with triple h marrying another woman and moving into the back into that group china essentially was homer in a hedge just kind <laughs> of disappearing into it, it was like yeah well i'm getting some good i'm getting some relatively good baby face reactions so i'm gonna go yeah <laughs> let you crack on Lance. Cool.
2: and uh Cole says, due to, due, to DWF, due to Vincent Mann's declaration, there will be no interference by DX or they're suspended. Ooh. <laughs> he says this as...
1: Said <laughs> with such intrigue.
2: Yeah. Oh, whatever, Trevor. So I have even typed out, uh-huh, because I typed all this when I was eating coop chicken.
1: <laughs> shout out. So, but, so at some point during your notes, you're just gonna start writing like what lines the yeah. entire because you're so feeling so bloated from the coop chicken. Yeah,
2: I've written, I typed out, uh huh, and even had the audacity, ladies and gentlemen, to do a a, a, a break. <laughs> wait, wait, what are they called again? We just like press enter and like leave a gap. Paragraph. Actually, yeah,
1: you left a paragraph. Yeah. Uh huh. Paragraph. Not even a full stop. Because <laughs> my delicious coop chicken had just arrived.
2: And uh, it, it says this as China's doing commentary. So Jericho gets the win after the lion salt, but Road Dogg gets his foot on the ropes. Referee doesn't spot it because these are these newer efficient referees post the union. So China snitches. So the match is restarted. I bet Jericho gets his foot in the ropes after Road Dogg gets Stretch Armstrong, but China Knox his
1: foot off the ropes, so Jericho loses. Thank God there was no interference from DX hey, Tom. So with Road Dogg's finisher, and I'm intrigued by this, like, we call, do we call it the Stretch Armstrong because that's what the video game called it? Because I don't ever remember any of the commentators calling it the Stretch Armstrong. But we've had conversations where yes. we thought about it, and also in WWF Attitude... The, when they, have, they had these bits where the wrestlers were standing in the ring and there'd be sound bites from them. Yes. A bit like, they've, they've mastered that with the new Mortal Kombat games where they just smack talk mm-hmm, between mm-hmm. each other. It's very clever. But um, and there'll be one which Road Dogg would say where he'd say, oh, I'm going to hit you with the Stretch Armstrong. I was like, that's the first time I think I've ever heard anybody refer to it as the Stretch Armstrong as a finisher. I wasn't sure whether they mentioned it on commentary or not. But they always it could just, called just be
2: it- that they didn't know. Yeah. And then maybe they're like, what's the name of your finisher when well, he's doing the recording? He went, uh... Stretch Armstrong <laughs> Cool Stretch Armstrong But it was interesting You're thinking about that Because I was uh, Looking at Twitter And Jay Hunter Pointed out that The Oh god The guy who wrote Eggshells egg That guy The New Japan Chris Carlton Chris Charlton Char- Thank you He <laughs> Called it On the New Japan This week well, I don't watch New Japan Every week As some mm. people do Somebody came off The second rope he went, oh, off the Brett Hart rope. And OSW have said that for so long. That's become almost canon now. It's now
1: canon. I think I've heard Chris Charlton a few times refer to a move off the off Brett's rope, the yeah. most dangerous rope. I think, yeah, exactly. I think even we've rope. done it on commentary for yeah. North Wrestling. I'm pretty sure even we've gone off off the Brett rope. Yeah, it's it's nice when
2: fan terms become official terms because yeah. no one's saying otherwise.
1: So. No one's correcting it. Like no one ever like not like I want to hear Brett commentate one of his matches and go. There I am coming off the me rope. <laughs> I'd love that. My rope, the deadliest rope. My rope, the uh, deadliest rope. I think if you ask anybody, they'll tell you that it's the deadliest. All right, Brett. All right, Brett. <laughs> and after that match, I said that that's... rope came to me. I said with tears in its eyes. <laughs>
2: said it was the best rope you'd ever had.
1: <laughs> anyway, I wrote about it in the Calgary Sun that time. <laughs> Sorry,
2: Brett. Speaking of deadly, backstage the McMahon's. Oh, good. Well, if you like this bit, get used to hearing oh, it 10 more times.
1: Strap in, lot of McMahon nonsense. And
2: here enters Test, for the <sighs> fakest inserted crowd pop you're ever likely to hear in a pre recorded wrestling show. So good, they used it for WrestleMania 2000, available now on Nintendo 64.
1: Vince gives them alone time. So Test and Steph are alone in the dr- exactly. in the change Room. And. Bow,
2: bow, bow, bow. I'm. I'll be
1: feeling that. No, that's not No, Now, when the last one went out where we talked about Test's current role in the company, I got a bit angry. Got a bit angry. Um, And I thought maybe, maybe I overreacted. Maybe I'm missing something here. I think this week he's worse. (laughs) I think this week he's actually worse. He has, right, he sits next to Steph says, hey, well, Steph, uh, it's been a rough couple of days. He says this to the woman who was roofied and sexually assaulted. It's been a rough couple of days. Well, f- boo you, you bellend. <laughs> and then uh, what does he do next, Matthew? What does, what, does, what does Test do next?
2: He says, look, it's been a, it's been a hard week. It's been um, a hard week. I've been trying to get all the jiggies in Click clock
1: Hard week. I've turned out I'm really crap at Killer Instinct 64.
2: Yep. <laughs> Steph, I think it's best if we call the engagement off. You gutless mess. Gutless. <laughs> Tess and Stephanie give each other a farewell kiss, but Xbox walks in and mocks Test for kissing his best friend's wife. Tess threatens him, but Xbox says, oh yeah, come get some, and
1: Test. Slams the door. <laughs> you test flipping this man. This man, I can't. I can't get my head round what a wet wipe this guy is. What an absolute wet wipe this human being is. It's been a rough few days. Let's call off our engagement. Here comes one of the one of the one of the the, the funny boys hanging around with the guy who did this to your wife to be. Oh, you're a bitch, Slams the door in his face. Doesn't run after him and batter him. No, no, I'm going to shut this door because I want to make this woman feel worse. So you're you interrupting me. I hate Tess, this is awful. Test test and something else that happens later on with test as well. That makes me, re- I'm, I'm happy to see the back of test soon. Can I just
2: show you what I've actually written in my notes that I made was doing, Tom, uh, doing doing two oh. chicken.
1: <laughs> and I've actually typed up what happened God there. And I've you. actually just typed. Let Tom rant. <laughs> He has indeed written, let Tom rant. Yeah. So thank you for giving me the room. There's, there's even like see, my notes... honey mustard stains and it just says, let Tom rant. My notes here say, cut off whatever math is saying and rant. <laughs> <laughs> let Matthew get his N64 reference in. Get the N64 reference in and then let's go into why we hate Test. Uh, but yeah, Test, yeah. gutless mess. I put Shorty G could cook Test. <laughs> Am I missing something?
2: Like, And I don't know whether no, I'm... you No, know, you're right. It's 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 very odd almost to see how they would... He just threw this to this guy who at one point was going to be a star yeah. when they need new stars. And it's like, nah, you know what, Test. Turns out we don't need new stars after all.
1: Well, we do. We just don't want you. So <laughs> can you just fade into the background as quick as you possibly can? Jeez.
2: Makes me angry. But uh, anyway, too on... close to Steph and his, his wings burnt.
1: <laughs> too, close to the, too close to the main event and his wings burnt up too close to the main event and his guts fell out.
2: (laughs) 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 We kept breaking his nose in that glass ceiling. (laughs)
1: Anyway,
2: in the ring, Kurt Angle and his tag team partner extraordinaire, Steve Blackman, or Angle calls him, his apprentice, (laughs) take on the Dudley boys. Yvonne challenges Angle to amateur style wrestling, gets that position, Uh, does good. So Angle goes, all right, let's see what you've got. He gets a bunch of style. So Devon kicks him in the ribs. <laughs> nice to bit there. Angle German suplexes, the life out of Devon. Nice to see it taken properly. Looking at you, Taz. Well, <laughs> no, not to come. Devon's still doing the,
1: uh, what is that called? Signs of the Cross? After the uh, diving headbutt. The old spectacles, testicles, wallet, and what? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know the real name. The for sign of the cross, the Father, yeah. the Son, the Holy Spirit. So yeah. where, you, where, you, where you motion the cross in midair. Yeah. Like Shalom you know, and
2: all that yeah. stuff. Um it gets no pop though. The, the headbutt is enough. So I'm glad they stopped doing that. They'll have like a famous advert to bring along, which actually get coming no, no, on no, very I, soon. I
1: don't think he stops doing the spectacles, testicles, wallet and watch. He stops doing it after the headbutt. Yeah. He, he, which is the important thing. It's good, it's just not there. Yeah, because he does like a instead he incorporates later on like a like a hop in a circle. Yeah. yeah. And then does it. That's it's, right. it's it's definitely a taunt in no me. yeah, It's it, it definitely it
2: is. On. And they call it the Devon Armstrong. <laughs> Steve Effen Blackman, to give him his full name, tags in the Destroy everyone. doesn't appreciate Angle blind tagging back in, so he does it to him, and while Agon is giving him the evil eye, the Dudleys finish him with the 3D. Angle claims that doesn't count as a loss for him, it's a loss for Blackman, and proceeds to Angle slam him. Cole immediately adds, they're wrestling at Armageddon, MechWarrior 3, seconds afterwards. Do not all let, maybe this is a pre-taped show, not a, wow, maybe this will heat up on this Sunday. It's just, no, they're wrestling. Yeah, let's just get that line
1: in there dead quick. Yeah, it was
2: a bit odd the way they do this, but they get better at that type of thing.
1: Do you think, like Steve Blackman doesn't wrestle anymore. Do you think he would be a hot prospect on the indie circuit if he did? For a Joey Janella type thing. Spring yeah. break. Absolutely. I love the idea of Steve Blackman turning it up at like a Joey Janella spring break and just bringing the noise. Incidentally, <laughs> while you're while you're here, I want to ask you about this because oh, it dropped over the weekend. Joey Janella Spring Break 4. Are you going? Okay. Oh, yeah? Because yeah? <laughs> you've seen what's been announced. I was going before that, but yeah, now I'm now I'm going twice. Orange Cassidy versus Minaro Suzuki. Yeah. I just my head can't fathom. It's going to be so good. I can't, like, it's genuine. You know how they say that our brains, they can't, <laughs> a human brain can't fathom, like, tech in the future. Like, we can't comprehend certain things. Yeah, right. Like, if we do, then it would cause, like, a, like, our brains, like, the reason, a lot of people reason believe that's the reason why, like, we can't contemplate whether there's life after death because if we were to contemplate it and, and have the answer to it, it would cause our brains to erupt, oh. right? That's how I feel about Suzuki versus Orange Cassidy. Oh, yeah. I can't, my brain can't comprehend how that will work, but I know it's something that I need to know. Yeah. I can't. Like, every time I think it's going to be one way, then I think, oh, no, it'll probably be another. I can't. My brain, <sighs> bless you. My brain won't allow me to... Contemplate how it work. Yeah. I can't. I'm I can't. hyped.
2: Hype, 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 hype. From- and even better, they had the Lone Wolf and Cub audio, famous uh, Shogun Assassin series, playing like, if you choose the ball, you, you, yeah, I was like, oh, okay, that's nice. And then the Joey, the Joey, the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure <laughs> stuff coming in. Because it's like, yeah, that, that's nice. And then it's Cassidy versus Suzuki, And it was funny because, I try not to go with like, what Twitter is talking about. No, a lot of people on Twitter were going, I can't believe
1: Suzuki's coming in to wrestle
2: this lad it's like um, yeah he's done comedy for years now
1: yeah a lot of people just think Suzuki is just like your, your hard ass wrestler but yeah. no he's actually a, he's actually done good comedy wrestling yeah people forget and also on the flip side of that everyone assumes that Orange Cassidy is just a comedy wrestler Orange Cassidy can go that's right he can and like so that's why my brain can't comprehend how this match will shake up you know it's gonna be great when Cassidy wins <gasps> Could you imagine? He'll do it. Oh my he will win, won't he? Yeah. Oh my day. Anyway, I have to move on to SmackDown, I beg your pardon. Yeah, no, your let's notes. talk about this for longer. No, yeah.
2: But we're talking about all these other things. It's gonna make SmackDown look bad because we're building to Armageddon, an all-timer for sure. <laughs> Met Warrior presents Armageddon. Kevin Kelly recaps the prestigious four-way titty match that's gonna be happening at Armageddon.
1: <laughs> um, Ke- God. Kevin Kelly who comes across as a lech here but later it makes sense so it's fine yeah, right, right, right. where Kevin Kelly says I'll be interviewing Miss Kitty who I understand is in a stunning evening dress Alan Partridge is it fine it is so Rocket, lovely like
2: these <laughs> they're all lovely <laughs> <laughs> On Raw, China's music plays and she induces Miss Kitty to be in the match as opposed to that because. and the commentator is a queen to stress wow China wrestling women that's absurd <laughs> Like, okay. Um, Miss Kitty protests that she can't be in the dressing gown match at Armageddon. The evening gown match. The dressing Is there a difference between an evening gown and Whoa. dressing gown?
1: <laughs> oh, there <laughs> is! Well, of okay. course there is! Okay. What am type dressing gown? Okay, well! A dressing dressing gown you, one you wear uh, on a red uh, carpet, uh, <laughs> one you wear on a bath mat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a class Matthew showing. <laughs> <his brother. laughs> Go on, you got this. You got this. Ah. So close. So close, Tom. Matthew, wearing a cheeky off-the-hanger number from Silent Night.
2: <laughs> I was wondering, like, why is Tom interrupting me? That's really... Pro- oh, off-time dressing
1: gown! <laughs> Damn you, coop chicken. Delicious, <laughs> greasy buffalo wings. I mean, a dressing gown match would end much quicker. You just pull, you just pull the cord. Gown. You just pull the cord. <laughs> Done a parachute.
2: <laughs> anyway, Miss Kitty protests she can't be in the dressing gown match because it doesn't exist. She then protests she can't be in the evening gown match either because she doesn't wear underwear.
1: Yeah. Massive pop from the crowd. Lots, lads, 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 lads. lads, lads. Tiddy Kelly
2: will have an update later.
1: <laughs> Tiddy Kelly.
2: Christian, with Rare Singles Theme, featured on We F Music Volume 4, comes out and uh, replays of Edge and his sprained knee from last week. Can't tell if it's real or not. I was going to say, we don't know if that was legit, do we? But it doesn't matter, because speaking of the walking wounded, (laughs) he's taking on your favourite and ours, the British Bulldog.
1: Yes! (laughs) Something significant happens. Oh, I
2: was going to say,
1: yeah. (laughs) I want you to tell it.
2: All right. As Bulldog heads to the ring, the number 13 appears on the Titantron and an orange light emanates. Ooh. He'll be who we're making fun of when Bulldog leaves. (laughs)
1: What, what? Literally love, passing the torch. What I love about that bit, what I love about that bit is that... <laughs> Bulldog's walking to the ring. All the lights go out. And his music stops. And he's replaced by this boom, 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 boom. This thumping noise. Red light emanating from the Tron. Bulldog doesn't react. <laughs> he is just so disinterested. Sid, I don't care. She gets in the yeah. ring. And even like as the thing's happening, he's with he's jaw jacking with Christian as the referee. I don't know whether he was told don't react or whether it's just a case of I don't care, they're doing something, I'm not bothered. He isn't even taking bumps for Titan drones. Not, he didn't sell it at all. He was not bothered. <laughs> so whatever. I see
2: hallucinations all day, mate. But that's that's what coincidentally when Taz failed to do the German suplex on uh, angle, he went angle, what? I'm F f'd. <laughs> More of that to come Bulldog gets rammed into the corner And he hilariously doesn't take any of it Barely grazes it And as I'm mocking this I've just realised I'm wearing a new shirt And I've still got the bit of plastic That's in the thing Is
1: this in your nose? Oh it's actually in real life
2: I don't know why I would type that It will be very absurd <laughs> I'm literally doing it Why is that there? Christian lands the reverse DDT And sets up the Impaler Slash Unprettier Slash Killswitch But the Measdry Posse run in Which causes Venus and D'Lo To schmoz it up
1: I'm just going to get this for
2: you. Thank it. you. I'll just keep on talking about this fascinating match. Truly, the European title scene was the NXT UK of
1: 1999. How is this? I'm trying to get the thing on the Tom is of your still shirt. resting
2: with the back of my shirt. I'm still.
1: For some reason, it's stuck.
2: You're ruining it SmackDown.
1: Is, I'm not, mate. You're doing a great job. Oh. I'm just taking they're time. They're ruining it. it. Ah, I can just pull it through there. There we go. You're
2: Thank good. you. It's always nice when you get new clothes and you just put them
1: on off the rack. <laughs> my new dressing gown, he's my new he's shirt. Bought a lovely new dressing gown for a state dinner later, <laughs> and he's gonna have a. He's got a nice luxurious bath before it. He's gonna wear his evening gown before he gets in. Tom, have you got any good bulldog material this week? Yes, I actually thought this was the fastest wrestling match Bulldog has ever had. Like there was some chain wrestling some wild chain wrestling appeared and Bulldog was actually doing quite a bit in. But then, the <laughs> right, okay. And then the finish happened. And do you know what? With everybody else, I tend to skim over like, how they act in the match. But with Bulldog, I laser focus. I laser focus. I stopped eating chicken for this match. There is a bit just like at the end where Christian's trying to lock him up into a submission. Bulldog's sort of standing up. Then the posse running. And it is as soon as the posse run in, Bulldog just collapses. It's like you know those toys that you get on the seaside. Like they're like it's like a wooden donkey. Oh, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. It's a wooden donkey. Yeah, and you put your thumb in underneath, and and as soon as you put your thumb in the hole underneath, the donkey just collapses. That's what Bulldog did here. Bulldog was unplugged from the matrix. <laughs> Basically, Bulldog got unplugged. Oh, thank like, God, me lads are here. It's like, Oh, that's been uh, done for the week. <laughs> And rest. It was like he immediately shut down, and and I'm very aware that we only laser focus in on Bulldog because he's just so funny. But um, then the posse come in, and then Valvina's comes out, and Delo comes out, and it's all a schmars and Armageddon triple threat, baby. Yeah, three of the hottest mid carders. Three. Three is in MechWarrior 3. Yes, the MechWarrior 3 match, as That's they're going right. to call it. Yeah, <laughs> all the mobility of a MechWarrior. <laughs> Bulldog is basically the MechWarrior plug every week. You have to add in crowd noise so you don't hear his joints going... This wrestler Urgh. is brought to you by MechWarrior 3. Pete Gas controlling him backstage with that phalanx of controllers. <laughs> Bulldog's knees brought to you by Castrol, genius. <laughs>
2: anyway, anyway Horde... Anyway, we're being uh, silly here. Uh, Titty Kelly interviews Kitty backstage. What are you going to wear for this prestigious match happening? And she says, well, not a dressing gown, you idiot. And he goes, yeah, you do have to be a proper idiot to say that. She says, this is serious business here, Kevin Kelly. She is renaming herself The Cat. No longer will she be Miss Kitty. And Kelly, Kevin Kelly, for some reason, does not take this, this name change. or oh, the dressing gown match, seriously. So the cat rips his shirt rather like a cat.
1: <laughs> mauls him. She mauls him yeah, like I a mean, cat. For some reason, yeah. Kevin Kelly decided that this is the day where of all the stupid interviews I've done, I'm just going to just belittle this one particular person. I wonder whether The Rock watched this and went, all right, that's your attitude, is it? Get ready for the next year. I'm going to make your life miserable <laughs> as an interviewer. But he had to be
2: a bit of a dick so the cat would still be cheered if the cat had just cheered the fan favorite kevin kelly then who knows how badly she would have been booed at armageddon this sunday
1: (laughs) i was nervous and this is the problem i had i was nervous that there wasn't gonna the cat wasn't gonna get a payoff to this this is what this company has done to me now that i'm now used to situations where women are made to look stupid and there's no comeuppance like so <laughs> I was ready for Kevin just to go oh well whatever Kitty back to ringside like so I was relieved when when Miss Kitty soon to be the cat just ripped Kelly's shirt off and knocked him over I was like yes that's good big fan of this hyped for Armageddon with Met Warrior 3 on Sunday yeah. hope nothing bad happens
0: that gets him kicked off television
2: oh that's coming more <laughs> Big Boss Man on Raw, oh my God, interviews Big Show's mum. Apparently this is a secret conversation once you get inside the house and ask. I don't know, we just cut to the meat and gravies of this bit, but revealing to this wrestler, she's let inside the house, that Big Show is in fact illegitimate. And Bossman reveals that his daddy wasn't his real daddy. And she doesn't know who his real daddy was. And then Big Show reveals that it's all right, because he's filming this through the window. Look at Little Red Knight. ha! Big Show, you're a big, nasty bastard. Uh, the Big Show is not here on SmackDown tonight. He's comforting his mum, which gets an old timer from Lawler going, no, he's out looking for his real father somewhere. This is your
1: WWF champion. <laughs> this is your champion. Being treated like this. This is the top guy in the company, in theory. Yeah, but by the top heel in the company, by Big Boss Man. (laughs) Of course, yes. Who walks to the ring and opens...
2: (laughs) Put this bit up, I go, Who's your daddy, punk? (laughs) And it's (laughs) Boss Man and Albert, his crony, taking on the Tiddy Boys. Matt, Jeff, and uh, with Terry Reynolds, left and right. (laughs) And this match is brought to you by WF The Music, Volume 4. WrestleMania 2000.
1: One of the, our, our remaining sponsors. Yes. And Three. Oh no, it was Evil No, no, no. Resident Evil. <laughs> Evil Three, which is soon to be remade. Can't I like that. I enjoyed Michael Cole reading the script for this, and then being far too chipper for the last line. Resident Evil Three. It's in your blood. <laughs> like no, no. It's that's the that's how the virus is spread. That's know <laughs> yeah. your know your source material. <laughs> that's really bad. It's like asking Road Dog what his finisher
2: was. Uh, Resi, what's the catch line <laughs> Uh, you're all going to die horribly.
1: Yay! <laughs> you're all going to die horribly. It's in your blood. Buy it at
2: Costco. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, Tom. Um, Try this thrilling match. Breaking news, the Big Show is here. Oh, that's nice. He's the WF champion. Lola. Well, there's about 10,000 people here, so there's a good chance his dad's in the crowd. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> Some spots happen. Howdy boys look all right. But it doesn't matter because Big Show in jeans... As we all know about British Bulldog, if you're wearing jeans, you're gonna be at your best. He looks like a bit like,
1: like he's in his milk tray gear. He's a bit like milk tray man. What a
2: reference! He looks
1: like the milk tray man, like turtleneck, jeans, black. Like for all the over forties out there, loving that reference. <laughs> this one's for you, the milk tray man. All
2: because the Big Show loves milk tray. Oh. Big Show in milk tray jeans hammers Big Boss Man the point where him and Albert run off, and then they drive out the arena. And show yells,
1: "I'm again, you're mine!" It's like how Big Show spits <laughs> on his top at one point. When he's well, he's all phlegmy from all the chocolate. He's all phlegmy <laughs> Yeah, sometimes some of the some chocolate makes you quite phlegmy. <laughs> so he's, he's obviously pushed load into his face. And as he throws Bosman out of the ring, he's going blah 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 blah, and you just see this perfect wad of like white sputum just land on his lovely black top. <laughs> it's like. God, he's just everything he tries. He looks second rate. Just gobbing on himself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we
2: made his big show top look like AJ Styles' top from TNA. That one. Time. <laughs> yeah. And then we come to a genuinely good bit as we're getting ready for. Thank else. God. Yeah. No. No. In brackets. No, really. And of course, I'm referring to uh, my side order
1: of on the Cod arriving. <laughs> <accouter>. <laughs> Why did it arrive after?
2: Because. I was too
1: busy writing Was it it one of those things where you get with delivery where they didn't, you didn't get all the items, so you- Because it was so busy, Tom, because it's such a nice establishment.
2: (laughs) And point this podcast and go, look, give me free stuff. Al Snow was about to go one-on-one with Mick Foley. So we get a lovely recap of this storyline. Al Snow was friends with Mick Foley and they were tag team champions for about a week when uh, Al Snow was king of Walmart. And they show little clips of them going to Vegas and the strip joints and all the little jokes. But then McFoley resurrected the Rock and Sock Connection, and they became the number one contenders for the WF Tag titles. Al Snow does not like the Rock. <laughs> and Mankind on Raw sums it up. Look, Al, I like being part of the Rock and Sock Connection because we win matches. Al Snow and Mankind didn't. Al Snow was hurt and reminds Mankind about that, that plot line that never got resolved. About how you know how he felt when Rock binned his book? Yeah. Well. After I read all those El Al Snow jokes, I couldn't take any more. It was me that threw it in the bin. It was me that put the screw in the tuna. It was El Al Snow all along, and before mankind could say anything, he twats him with head. I love that they sum this up because Rock never said he threw the book in. He just no. went. I don't know what you th- the Rock does not know. What you're talking about, mankind? And I love this. This should have been the pay-per-view match. This is a much better storyline than they had going. anything else in the friggin' show. I enjoyed um, this. I thought this was
1: yeah. a really strong video package that's, that framed Al Snow as a star. Yeah, almost, I yeah. think, almost. I mean, like, it's, I've enjoyed the him to be mixed up with, with those two. Yeah. is, is, is really is, is strong. He's perfect for the role, not as a star, but as Mankind's mate, mm. which is what we want here.
2: So this episode, we've got the one-on-one match, but Mankind doesn't want to fight his buddy. So Al just pounds him.
1: Yeah, so he just constantly just has nothing to do with it. Yeah. I think I think it's at this point as just before the match started, Al Snow's coming down to the ring. I was thinking, Al Snow needs new music now, like this, mu- and he's and he's, and it's uh, coming and it's coming. Yeah, I gotcha. Like yeah, you're right. That's his quite... music. His music now no longer suits his temperament. Yeah.
2: So that needs to change. So mankind changes his mind and ch- launches him in the steps, but then still cares about them. Mick weight and wants the referee to check on Al Snow, his good friend. Also then tries choking Mankind, which is enough to push Mick over the edge, and resumes fighting him just to survive. Mankind pauses just before braining him with a chair. So also kicks him in the dick and smacks him to death with a chair as the referee throws the match out. And Michael Cole did a very good job explaining this match and what was going on. Because I think for this era of wrestling, it's probably asking a bit too much, even with that lovely video package to possibly. And it's one of the points where Michael Cole... Hammering it home actually helped this. So, write that down. That's I a compliment i am giving
1: Michael Cole in we 99. Can remember on this day, in the year of our Lord, we gave Michael Cole a compliment? Yeah. And I feel like Michael Cole does a lot of stuff right when it's in post. <laughs> Is that really bad? Like, <laughs> there's a, you can tell it's in post-production because the way that sometimes he'll just get to the point of something because he knows he's only got about yeah. like, five seconds to squeeze it in. Sometimes it's good to do it that way. Yeah. Yeah. He's not bad. He gets a bad rap. He's not the worst... Not oh at, my <laughs> yeah
2: you know he get he's he's there filling like Al snow here he's filling the role he's supposed to be doing on tv if he wasn't doing it they'd get tom phillips or some of the tom phillips knockoffs that they've got currently doing it and that's what they want so mm-hmm. that's it sometimes with commentary you realize it doesn't have to always be a bobby heenan or no. a monsoon or ventura or whatever sometimes you just need a dude to go the event is happening at this date at this time. Yeah. And it is sponsored by Warrior 3, which kindly explains us that if Vincent Mann beats Triple H at Armageddon, the wedding is off. He, uh, Triple H explains this and offers this role to Vincent Mann on Raw. He then forcibly kisses Stephanie. This has been a giant robot video game
1: <laughs>
2: for all ages. The, the sexual assaults of the week. Brought you by Sex Warrior 3.
1: <laughs> Sex Warrior, all your friends. Oh, God.
2: We're McMahon and family are in the ring. And by family, I mean, of course, the Briscoe
1: and Patterson are there They're as well. Their extended family. You know, I think Vince McMahon's thinking, who am I going to take to a funeral with me to embarrass themselves? Oh, oh, God. You're with me for life, baby. Look at you, Pat Patterson. Like the random uncles that show up in The Sopranos. Like, they that, really are. Is technically
2: my uncle. He's Uncle Patterson, all right? He's Uncle Pat.
1: Yeah, it's true. To
2: McMahon. If it compares Triple H annulment, that's going to happen when he beats him this Sunday to cutting cancer out of his body. Ugh. <laughs> Triple H, H then walks out with a clipboard talking about how great the stock options will be with
1: Stephanie McMahon as his wife. <laughs> I
2: thought that was a good bit, actually.
1: I mean, it's quite nice to, to Triple H talking about how great the future of the company is going to be once he's married into it. <laughs> it's, it's, oh, yeah, I uh, it that. truly is Like some wonderful foreshadowing I wonder whether Triple H As he was saying this Was thinking Yeah This yeah. is This is This is more
2: shoot Than you realise With how prophetic he's been And with the size of his Schneeb, Can we call him Nostril Damus
1: Yes We bloody well can Nostril
2: <laughs> anyway, good old nostrils This goes on for a bit To <laughs> be honest So we'll just skip nostrils. ahead Because it's really like It's the The, um, the spy exchange From Dying Another Day Eventually, because Triple really H reminds us that Vince can't come within 50 feet of him, so he makes Shane McMahon deliver the contract over. Blah blah blah. No, you sign first. No, you sign first. Our, our Come over and say that, etc. <laughs> That's
1: Shane McMahon. It sounds like a big market row. Yeah,
2: really, Shane McMahon eventually hands him back, and then Triple H attacks Shane and with the microphone as well. So it goes <sighs> as he does it, which is always cool. Like, I like Ooh. when he does that. Like but B- I think Batman it, sound effects. But I
1: think it encouraged the entire generation of wrestlers to be disrespectful to equipment. Yeah, right. I feel like there's. I feel like now most shows I work at, there's some signage that says, "Do not throw the I microphones around." Yes. <laughs> they it are expensive. CM punk's,
2: CM punks the mic drop. People go, "If you drop the mic, you are paying for an indie guy."
1: <laughs> yes.
2: And then DX all attacks Shane by the Titan Drum with Triple H launching Shane off the stage with an amazing flip and turn by Shane. One hell
1: of a flip and turn, I give
2: him 10. He's gonna say the gold may have his reach, but the silver is in his grasp. (laughs) After a break, probably sponsored by some giant robot game, Shane McMahon is dying on a stretcher and tells Vince to promise him he'll beat Triple H at the big game slash karate finale slash World Series final <laughs> slash, slash blood sport. as have seen many an 80s film slash The Mighty Ducks 2.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> this is followed by another big match. Test versus x Right, so this
1: bit, um, previous, <laughs> about four minutes before I to this... I going take a breather for
2: five minutes. Four, four minutes on,
1: before I'm this... No, just, I'm just going to breathe through this. Four minutes before this... Um, X Pac was out attacking Shane McMahon. Shane McMahon's almost brother-in-law test. Nowhere to be seen. Nowhere to be seen. <laughs> X Pac comes out for his match next. Then Test comes out looking Mardy. You got nothing to be Mardy about, mate. You're gutless. Move on. Why is Test being painted as the victim on commentary as well? Oh, Test. Michael Cole and Jerry are going. Test has had the worst week of his life. <laughs> Stephanie Baban saying hold my engagement ring <laughs> you know why because they've seen the booking plans for him <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe he has as well which might be why he's Mardi it just annoys me he looks so grumpy that like, you have yeah. nothing to be grumpy about mate nothing oh, to be grumpy wait, about well
2: give it, uh, give it a few minutes because let's see why Tess is in a bad mood oh some more Taz stuff and Tess actually sells this which is nice yeah he's not and like... he's like oh god I do have to job to him too <laughs> uh, x Pack is a dick and throws Test in the steps, and Test dramatically makes his way in, like every New Japan match, <laughs> at the very last count. But after seeing Mankind do that to Al, not 50 minutes earlier, really takes the shine off it, because even Al was like, ah, oh, whatever, I'll get up. <laughs> makes, yeah. And makes Test look even more loserish than it, we're presenting him as. It really does. And then some other wrestling happens, but the important bit is, X-Pac wins clean as a whistle with the X-Factor to build him towards the Kane match in pay-per-view, and test is being built for his match with um, <laughs> the with, with the booking uh, committee with the um, the job centre
1: probably probably a cleaner we fell out with state of test state of state test state of test makes me angry waste of time Wait. Waste this a- is a test this is a you test and it, you failed <laughs> it really was a test and they didn't do very well it really was a test and don't worry
2: because we have the rock versus Billy Gunn. The Rock talks up some Boston baseball player, but with all due respect to the Americans listening to this, all three of you, um, we have to listen to you talk about your silly games <laughs> and sports every single F and week in WF. So I'll just skim it. And then Let's the Rock will go British to Fen- instead. And then we'll go to Fenway Park, and then Boston, <laughs> and then Red Sox, and then the Green Monster and Baseball bat. After baseball guy shines it up and removes it in the splinters, Rock will add some pine tart on it and <laughs> ass. <laughs> There we go. There's your lot. Let's do that. Yeah, let's do this. And then St. James's Park. And then Big Market. And then the stadium of Light. No, I'm not going to Stadium of Light. To life. be fair, that's
1: what we do a lot of the time. And then the rock is going to go to rise. Yeah. <laughs> get himself a fire bucket. going to yeah! get a fire bucket. Pull himself some ugly tramp. <laughs>
2: yeah. That's a lovely tramp, the Jim. rock
1: is going to go. The rock is going to go to Athena's. The Rock is going to go to Athena's opposite Pop World He's going to get himself a big old bag of Cheesy Chips, <laughs> cheesy, chips cheesy, cheesy Chips, Cheesy Chips, Cheesy Chips to The Rock is going to go to the taxi right near the Beehive I've been there I relate to this reference, The Rock <laughs> and He's going to take those Cheesy Chips
2: Ooh, what's he going to do with them?
1: He's going to go over to the Tyne Bridge Oh no, didn't do it He's gonna rip off a piece of the Tyne Bridge! What? With- Put <laughs> the chips in the bit of the Tyne Bridge! Never. He's then gonna call Alan Shearer. <laughs> Shearer! 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 Shearer. Shearer. And, and then Alan Shearer is gonna take that bit of the Tyne Bridge Take those chips from Athena's on the big market, turn that something sideways, and hand it to you, because we're not wasteful for food in England. Yay! Standing yeah. ovation. And I'll tell you play, something. Play the Blade and Racist song. <laughs> <Play like laughs> the Rock's lost his liggy. <laughs> See, to all the Americans who didn't like that, yeah now you know how it feels <laughs> like although saying that did you watch did you watch the Super Bowl? no nah, no me, interest. me neither, me my, neither. My, uh mates who
2: sometimes watch the royal rumble with me I'm like you're watching super bowl Because now nah, why do i want to stay up till four in the morning watch an american sports game <laughs> it's fake anyway it's fake it's all about it's great because they're there, like they watch it just for the adverts and i don't know people online talk about other people who do that my mates the people who watch it mind you the, the adverts.
1: adverts are pretty brilliant
2: yeah, but I mean... Bill Murray. Look at look at, I mean, I like the Groundhog Day, Day one. The Bill Murray Groundhog Day one. But look good. at what we're doing. We're staying up late. For why? To watch the advert. <laughs> there is something inherently wrong with that, Tom. Something
1: weird, isn't it? Yes.
2: They've got us. They really have. But I did like the Bill Murray one, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I, like everybody else, run really a nostalgia. As do you, listening to the Colerick Smackdown
1: review. Well, that's it. Yeah, that's a why you're show here.
2: i 20 years ago. Anyway, Billy Goon always knew what to do in rock matches. He knew his place. Do a move, get beat up, except Rock is going to no-sell it. Then beat him while running with dress shoes on. <laughs> I love that story. Ref gets bumped. Uh, then Billy gets a very sneaky famous after maybe a minute, but he's not able to count because ref is down. So gets him up again. Ref gets bumped again. Rob able to score the, the win with the people's elbow in about two minutes. Fast and furious match here. I think because it went... You know what? I think it's better if The Rock spends five minutes talking about Boston.
1: Yeah. The Boston, the Boston Crabs. There is more value to The Rock having a big, long chat than there is having a big, long match with Billy Gunn. Right. And plus, with the referee getting bumped, there's a kind of, hey, Billy... If that referee hadn't been bumped, Billy would have been there. It, it serves its point in two minutes. Yes, it does. and it, And it's a story that we continue to tell in just a moment as well. But fast. not before...
2: The smack of the night. Western <laughs> Union presents Shane McMahon nearly dead. <laughs> That's Western can- Union, where you can get out money to buy such things as Mech Warrior Three. <laughs> can your
1: money be transferred this quick? Just throw Shane
2: McMahon off off stage yeah, with the with the endorsed sexual assault warrior robot. <laughs> Sex warrior. In freak. brackets, he's the good one. Speaking of sexual assault, <laughs> Triple H is here, and also King. <laughs> No offence Kane And this
1: is our main event I feel like we've rattled through Smackdown really quick this week Because sometimes there's not much to say other than If we
2: did the whole like And then Sheamus man walks back yeah. And then Sheamus man comes here And then it's like Whoa, This is a thrilling we're podcast missing, isn't we're it We're missing
1: loads of key characters this week Like from the undercard This week is very much Vince McMahon versus DX That's the story More so than ever this week And even in all the matches Well, it's been a very tame week in terms of angles and stuff,
2: but don't worry. Listen how this is going to sound on this this poor podcast. which done nothing wrong to us. So the match starts with Triple H shoving Hebner for the belt to take an issue with the horrible officiating in the Billy Gunn match. Hebner pushes him, but Triple H attacks. Because he's evil. (laughs) Afterwards, he's going to put a used newspaper in the bin when there's a perfectly usable recycling bin right next to it, Tom. Oh, what a scumbag. And now a dweller. He's gonna order Armageddon and not even gonna think about any gate. Alright, I'll bang that Just
1: to death sorry. <laughs> no, you haven't, mate. Haven't. They, they, if they haven't, you haven't. Mate, we are we are gonna be watching um Armageddon later this week. And you'll watch with us next week when we do a watch long for Armageddon. Yes, you will. But we're gonna watch it whilst playing Mech Warrior 3. It'll be a lot more interesting than an mm. effing show. Yes, it will. And to skip ahead, I'll listen to the something to wrestle with. With
2: uh comrade and bruce because sometimes bruce comes up and some of the informational defense stuff but there's one of the few ones i've listened to where well rental said he gave it like one and a half stars and bruce is like "Yep, yeah, i completely <laughs> agree it was awful what is the point <laughs> anyway hebner is out so vincent McMahon shows up in a vincent man mask
1: is it vincent man i was gonna Mann?
2: say just a bit of a uh, context here no pop from crowd even though they literally did this on raw with hey Vince McMahon can't come within 50 feet, yada, yada. So somebody shows up in a Vince McMahon out, uh, mask. But it's Vince McMahon, and everyone knows it's Vince McMahon, and he counts the pin and all this. So they're redoing what they did on mm-hmm. Raw. So we assume, because he has a Vince McMahon mask, it's Vince McMahon. Uh, no pop for the crowd. <laughs> Triple H attacks Vince, but then here comes another Vince. Good God, <laughs> even the Vince clones have a union. <laughs> um and that happens and then another one and really they were, they were missing a joke here when they had the episode of the Simpsons when there's loads of Homer clones they had a Peter Griffin appear for half a second yes they should have had Vince man come out a Ted Turner mask
1: oh that would have been wonderful
2: anyway, the army of Vince's march Triple H up the ring up the Titan Tron ramp where the head of the Vince clones
1: <laughs> attacks him We'll call him Vince McMahon for sure. <laughs> yeah, he was wearing the same suit that Vince McMahon was wearing earlier. Run, it's Vince McMahon.
2: <laughs> yes, but due to international combat laws, we can't call him that. <laughs> Still, we can run like an it's Vince McMahon. But it isn't. <laughs> and and uh, Solidus Vince McMahon, the, the good clone, <laughs> leaves him laying with a
1: pipe. And then DX will come out and Vince McMahon is super Vince McMahon, battering every member of DX with a lead pipe. Billy Gunn comes out, Roadhog comes out, Xbox comes right. out, all get battered with a pipe by the unstoppable force that is a 50-year-old business owner. With a mask on. <laughs> with a mask on. Get ready
2: for Vince MechWarrior 3.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's the
2: final time I'll do a joke. But see, they love plugging MechWarrior 3. And it's why the should only- they? Because there wasn't a match here. It was all angle. And contrary to a lot of people, I'm all right with there being shows like this because a lot of people say... God, the Attitude Era sucks because they chose, uh, there's two minute matches to build. Yeah, my point is they're using TV to hype up the pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Wasn't always the best decision to have a long ass match. Of yeah. course, nowadays we have 15 minute match on TV to hype up a 20 minute match on the network. This is a different time. And at least there's a reason for it. It's leading to something. So I'll give a lot of labor, le- uh, le- not use the wrong
1: word there, leeway, leeway. Dressing gown give a lot of dressing gown a to. dressing gown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Like, it's very storyline-led this week mm-hmm. um, because there's a pay-per-view that they are... It's a pay-per-view they're very nervous about on Sunday. So this they is, should be. And so they should be because this is a pay-per-view without Steve Austin. First time in many years, a pay-per-view without Steve God, Austin. When was the last
2: time we did
1: that? Well, you're think, I'm thinking all the way back to... Um... Ooh. Night, mid ninety seven, early ninety seven, perhaps. Well, he won Rumble ninety
2: seven and was in final four. Was that WrestleMania? No, it must have been in all the all the ones in ninety seven. Survivor so Series,
1: Happy ninety six. So ninety six. Um, so early, at least then, early ninety six in it's some time capacity. Maybe the last in Your I mean, obviously, 96, 96 most of ninety seven. He wasn't a focal yeah. point, but he was there. But then, obviously, then the the Attitude Era kicks off with Steve Austin, and he is everywhere. And this is the first time since the boom period where we haven't got Steve Austin on a WWF pay-per-view. So they are nervous. And there is some trepidation about building stars. I mean, they, they know they have to build stars, which is what they've been doing, but that is why Vince McMahon is in this position, because a lot of the time, Vince McMahon believes that if in doubt, put him in a storyline. And Absolutely. then there is some truth to that. There is some, you know, you look at you look at TV ratings and such, and you do see that, like there is a there is a bump if they advertise that Vince McMahon's making an appearance. Right, exactly. And
2: Bruce is on the, uh, I'm not sure if I fully believe him, but given the position they're in, I can understand that Vince McMahon is their their best guy right now. He's the most popular guy they yeah. have at that level, and you go. I, I, if they're not doing anything with the Rock, as we've gone over several times before, well, that's, that's it. I mean, they're, better, like, yeah, for the good they're
1: show. saving. They're saving. At their frame of mind right now, the main event of WrestleMania 16 is Triple H versus the Rock. That's the main event they're looking towards. They're moving towards. So therefore, they want to try and keep them to as separate as possible. So you can't put the Rock in that match. Mankind is is banged up, but there's plans for Mankind beyond this. So, you don't want to give him mankind straight away. So, you need something as a little, as a stopgap. And mm-hmm. I guess the Vincent Mann thing is probably the, the most telling of the stories. I just feel like you could have, you know, you could have made a star through the McMahon thing. You nearly did in test. You nearly, exactly.
2: I remember him. But I gutless, do remember. Gutless test. In your house, 12, it's time. Does not have Steve Austin. And it's okay. a month after he had the big match with Bret Hart. He wasn't a dark match but they haven't released those yet for some reason. They, right. are, they are drip feeding them on the network. Okay. But so maybe one day we'll see. That's so epic, that a like- dark match match that Austin had with Goldust in 96. Oh,
1: God. So house, it's times so that would have been 96. December 96. December 96. Because that was meant to be built around Vader. That's right,
2: because it was called It's Time. So the idea was that Vader would be Shawn Michaels at SummerSlam for the title. That didn't happen, so they went for Sid at Survivor Series, which ended up being the best match of Sid's career. It so did. Eh, but every time I watch SummerSlam ninety six, I still hope that Vader will win this time. <laughs> Love you, Vader. I like shows. I know that. you listen. Yeah, so, yeah. And uh, so I'm again the lineup is tag team battle royal for number one contendership, for the tag titles. Kurt Angle versus Steve Blackman,
1: Tiddies Uh the Hollies <laughs> versus now we need to expand and- on Tiddies <laughs> It is, a, it is a four-quarters dressing gown match Thank slash you. evening gown match well, it for depends. the Women's Championship. Can't subject to change. going to see if I remember off the top of my head. Ivory, mm-hmm. Barbara Bush, what, yep. Jacqueline and Miss Kitty. Yes. Yes! I know my titty matches. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's
2: a quote of the week. And uh, Hargal, the Hardcore Hollies, that's not their name, Matthew. The Buddy Hollies versus Ricky and uh, Viscera. The European title three way extravaganza. Oh,
1: bring that noise. Bulldog versus Valvinus versus D
2: X-Buck versus Kane in a cage.
1: Because <laughs> versus- know what? The cage. Because <laughs> in my head,
2: I've I got pretty good. I went, that? I went, Brody. And I don't want him in the cage. <laughs> Oh, I'm in a
1: rage I won Brody yeah. in a cage it'd be great if I remember the line but whatever. the Wrestle
2: Rock Rumble the Wrestle Rock Rumble Chris is gonna take on China I can't do the I can't rumble I'm Chris that.
1: Jericho and I'm here to say I'm gonna beat up China in a major way <laughs> the New can...
2: Outlaws will take on the Rock and Sock the Big Show will take on Big Boss Man in the penultimate <laughs> match of the
1: evening Woo! and uh, Triple H versus Vinnie Mac woohoo there is not much to love <laughs> what but, a show eh? but it's it's so frustrating because you can tell they've tried really hard to build stuff and nothing's really stuck. It's a,
2: it's always awkward December because, like, look, just wait until January. Rumble's yeah. coming. Doesn't matter what we do here. We Just, just build,
1: build the foundation, put the Rumble on top. It's all right. Is there anything you can do in that sort of no. hold steady position? Because every year, like, I mean, that's why they started, that's why WWE started putting the TLC paid for you in December because, of, like, we need to put something meaty on. Between Survivor Series and The Rumble, because uh, it's a bit of a dead zone. Yeah, there's like there's two dead zones. I feel like in WWE, paid few years. I mean, it's it's fast all yeah. be going in a dead zone. But there's um there's two dead zones. There is the SummerSlam between SummerSlam and Survivor Series. Absolutely. And between Survivor Series and Royal Rumble. Yeah. There's two quite distinct dead zones. It's it's gimmick hell from SummerSlam's Series when it's
2: yeah. I mean, right now it's what. Oh. Uh... No, I'm not extreme rules. Beg your pardon. It's Hell in a Cell, Super Showdown. Um, why am I forgetting them? There's much uh, other stuff happening.
1: I'm not. I'm not very really real well between between
2: SummerSlam and Survivor Series. Oh no, wait! Survivor Series is a gimmick pay per pay- view. I would even call maybe like not the show after SummerSlam immediately, but then once those things kicking in, it's the, it's the gauntlet of okay let's try and book something around these awful gimmicks that we can change but now I think we're ranting about modern day wrestling that is not the thing <laughs> this
1: podcast on. no no no. wrestling's really, great it's connected to this everything because everything is awesome <laughs> everything is cool when you're part you of our a team. team no it's connected to this because we are we are in this weird dead zone and it's it's more profound than it's ever been because we're missing one of the biggest players in wrestling none more dead than, <laughs> than Autumn 99
2: Undertaker Dead. <laughs> Mankind's body, nearly dead. dead. Austin's neck, dead.
1: <laughs> Test's push, dead. Interest, dead. <laughs> Mech Warrior Miss- 2, dead. Yeah, not dead. Mech dead. Warrior 3 is coming out. Oh, <laughs> you got
0: me. Dive hey, Nubbit.
1: Hey, look, I tell you so we'll get to, we'll talk more about Armageddon in just a second. Uh, what did you remember from this particular episode of SmackDown? Because it's finished now. We were rattled through not it. Not
2: a sausage. <laughs> Ah, Not a bloody thing. I I, I remember the Al Snow-Mankind feud because I think I saw about that earlier and I actually jumped the gun because I realised they were going to not do anything for a bit then bring it back. Mm. I was like, oh, that's great. That unresolved plot point of who put the book in the bin. That I remember. (laughs) That I still liked. It was very human, which Mankind did very well.
1: I remember shame a man being hoied off a stage. I remember that was quite a and good doing, spot. doing the... Oh, doing the yeet flip, big yep. old flip, good lad. Um, and you could tell like Shane lo- was excited to do so- stuff like that. He was... he lived... he's still doing it to this day. He's still living well as any Uh, I What did you think. forget from this show? Hmm. Uh, it was Test. <laughs> it's easy that, to forget. Yeah, I'll <laughs> just leave it like that.
2: It was Test that said to Steph, let's call the whole thing off. <laughs> like, it wasn't Steph going look, Test, that would make sense. It would make sense for Steph to go, look, Test, right now, I'm so upset right now. And just like, oh, you know what? I'll wait for you. I'll wait for you, Steph, if it takes forever. Our names are very nearly the same. They're almost an anagram of each other. Mm -hmm. It was destiny. No, Test tells Steph. Yeah. It's like, wow. I mean, I don't want to be one of these people that blame Triple H for everything negative with people's pushes. But... Mm -hmm. So that, that was weird and i didn't remember that because it just ate t- what, what
1: yeah it may, it just made test look even worse than he did previously like this guy is done this guy is dead and then he lost to Xbox clean as a whistle like he's done he's unless yeah. unless you are planning some big old rise from the phoenix phoenix from the ashes type storyline in which test rallies back and wins the rumble spoiler it's not happening oh tom <laughs> But unless you're planning something like that, then great. But they're not. There's you're right. No, there's nothing in his future. At this point,
2: neither China nor Test looked realistic wrestling men.
1: So, <laughs> on that happy note. Let me tell you what I remembered. Oh, I forgot.
2: Beg your pardon. We talked all over that. I thought you were going to say the same thing as me.
1: No, no, no. I forgot the McMahon maskamania <laughs> at the end. All those guys coming out as McMahon. I totally forgot that was a bit that happened. I, I'm assuming that it was. Patterson and Briscoe, and then one other, mm. maybe Slaughter. He was quite. Christopher Daniels. It's Christopher Daniels. It's normally Christopher Daniels, isn't it? It was Christopher Daniels, Haid Vanson, and. Who uh, not- replaced Doink? I killed it. Oh, Paul Diamond. Yeah, <laughs> it's Paul Diamond, Haid Vanson, and Christopher Daniels. That's who it was, uh, and then the whole bit at the end where. It's like oh is that Vince he's wearing the same suit as earlier it was compared to the one they did on Raw it was such it was a really underwhelming recap of it re- reheating of it cuz the one on Raw was like Triple H getting to come up into the center of the ring by mm. Vincent Mann and a Vincent Mann outfit whereas this was him on the ramp just bashing him with a pipe and then it just kind of stopped it was very it was I forgot how sort of weak that yeah. was going into it but they had to do something it's like can oh, yeah. Vince McMahon do anything against Triple
2: H It's like, no. Oh, it's no holds barred, And he's got a mask. Ooh, okay. Maybe he's and chance. a pipe. Oh, but does the <laughs> pipe have a mask? We don't know. We'll you, have
1: to watch Armageddon to find out. And you know what's cool? What's cool? You listening to this can watch it with us. Yes. Because next week, same time, same channel, same podcast feed, uh, we have a Cultaholic Classic watch-along. These are always great fun. So myself and Matthew Greg will be watching the entirety of of Armageddon 1999 and you'll have a commentary soundtrack uh, that you can watch along with us so it's like we're in the room with you it'll be, a, it'll be
2: a comedy uh, during all the matches it'll be a tragedy when it's the bulldog
1: away. <laughs> it'll be a comedy of errors throughout regardless oh, oh my god is it bad oh mate I'm excited I'm yeah. excited until then he is at Matthew Gregg on Twitter hello I am at Tom Campbell on Twitter hello, hello. <laughs> we are at Colt Alec on Twitter. Join us next week. We're going to watch a real crap end to 1999. Let's bring on the millennium. Love you. Bye. <laughs>